Hello, and without further ado, let me bring you into the second episode of Tony the Movie Guy. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Tony, the movie guy. And with me is uh, Miss Money Annie. Hello, everybody. And uh, also uh, popping in just to make sure that I'm basically uh, keeping in line is uh, our producer and also my wife, Daniela. Say hi, Danny. Hi, everybody. Woo! Um, okay, good. So, well, first of all, I'm really happy to uh, be doing the second episode of the official Tony, the movie guy podcast. That's uh, an achievement. And uh, first of all, I really wanted to say um, I've been quite overwhelmed with all of the support and uh, positive feedback that we've gotten uh, from everyone, uh, you know, friends, family, strangers, uh, people who've been listening. Uh, It's really awesome. And uh, I appreciate it so much. Um, I wanted to give a special shout out to uh, Sam Deja, who uh, did our incredible logo You'll see that on the uh, podcast. It's also on Instagram and on the uh, Tony the Movie Guy uh, Facebook page. And also, anyway, he's amazing, so thank you so much. And then also to uh, Damien uh, Perkins Neptune, who did our rockin' uh, theme song, which was really (laughs) awesome. So awesome. Uh, Again, all of this came together in a matter of days. So uh, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And, uh, you know, thank you so much. So uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to attempt to uh, entertain everybody. (laughs) And we're going to attempt to do something that, um, again, is, you know, a bit different than uh, a lot of the other podcasts because there's so many other podcasts out there about film, about, you know, entertainment, movies, and so on. Um, And I'm not going to stick to an exact format, but what I want to do is I want to cover, each episode will probably cover, like, a specific topic and we'll discuss, we'll debate it, I may bring on guests and things like that. And obviously, we'll take your questions as they come. Um, but we mentioned it in the first episode. Um, Yanni said that, um, you know, one of the reasons that I was her friend um, was because uh, I-, I watched rom-coms with her. And, uh, you, know, you know, I'm going to make a stand for that. You know, men like a good rom-com too. They really do. And so I thought today we would actually discuss rom-coms. Um, you know, good ones, bad ones, god-awful ones. And uh, obviously, I'm totally outnumbered. So that's going to be... <laughs> yes, uh, you are. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Um, but no, seriously, there, there are... I actually like a lot of um, romantic comedies. And, and I think also you've got um, a little bit of a category. There are so many romantic comedies that get churned out that are just utter shit. I'm sorry, ladies. But, I mean, there are some that are just, you know, they're terrible. I would say a solid majority of them. Again, I'm. this is, you know, my perspective, and I realize that that's coming from me. A perspective um, with quite some exaggeration. And I understand completely. But I'm just saying, I don't run to the theater uh, or, you know, you know, go to watch a rom-com all the time. 
But there are rom rom coms that really work, I think, and that are you know really funny, uh, you know, are very romantic in a traditional sense, and that I think men can really enjoy. The women are looking at me like they want to literally <laughs> cut my head off. So no, look, I'm just listening intently. <laughs> I'm going to lose my entire female audience in the second episode. No, I think you're fine. <laughs> no, look, I I actually I love. Uh, quite a lot of romantic comedies but I, I'm just saying there are there are so many get that, that get released that really I, I just don't think are good at all I you know agree with I mean? you like a hundred percent I'm I, sorry I said I agree with you 100%. okay good. okay well that's good to know so what we're going to do is we're going to take a deep dive and I'm totally outnumbered here um, but we're going to take a deep dive into into romantic comedies um, and you know first of all I mean what kind of establishes some, a movie being a romantic comedy. A good example would be a film like Jerry Maguire, which kind of doesn't really have an exact class. Mm. You know, it's like a, it's actually a sports movie. True. It's quite dramatic, but it's very much a romantic comedy. If you think about it, um, it's got some of the most romantic and, you know, quotable lines in it. You know, you complete me, you had me at a hello. And, and then, you know, of course, show me the money, but that's not romantic at all. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So to you, ladies, or... Oh, what defines a good romantic comedy? Do you want to take this first, Anne? Sure. Um, I actually was thinking about this um, as I was making, um, reviewing all my favorite romantic comedies because it's definitely one of my top things. I love a good romantic comedy. Well, of I you do. <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. It's like, um, what do you want to watch when you want to like just feel like some yeah. kind of joy? It's my like, wife oh, is like, babe, can we watch a romantic comedy <laughs> the other week? If I've had can we watch Crazy Stupid Love? Okay. Especially when I've had like a bad day or a long week. I'm just oh, like, you know what? Yeah. I just want a rom com and a glass of wine. That's okay. all I need. Exactly. No, that is. <laughs> Is it a rom-com and a glass of wine it is it is the thing okay for me it has two things because it has to be okay romantic and funny and it has to leave me it basically has to leave me sort of with this giddy happy feeling at the end of how romance exists out there and life is all happy and it has to have a happy ending for me a good rom-com has to actually make me laugh not just be silly and romantic but it really needs to leave me with that upbeat um happy feeling uh, at the end um yeah that's kind of the main thing for me yeah. honestly okay yeah that makes total sense yeah. and what about you babe um see i have a bit of a different viewpoint <laughs> i don't think it needs to leave you with a happy feeling like i'm totally fine with a rom-com that doesn't end up right. She's really you know? into this. Like, I really like rom-coms and I like just the comedy aspect of it and there has to be obviously like a central, the two central characters have to be in, in some sort of a romantic thing. But, you know, if it doesn't, end, if they don't end up together or if they don't show them like going Does off that really into piss the sunset, you off? no. Oh, it, it doesn't. doesn't? No, I'm totally fine because I think it makes it even a little more entertaining if it's a little more based in reality. Okay. It's like, yeah, you don't meet a guy, and then, you know, five weeks later, it's like, oh, we love each other and happily ever after. You know, so you like, like it being realistic? A little bit more. I mean, sometimes it's like, oh, this is perfect. Everyone ended up <laughs> together, and it's great. But, like, the newer ones that are coming out are a little more twisted than that. Okay. That's true. Okay, good. Yeah, I agree. So, to me, a romantic comedy is, you know, A, a comedy. So, it's funny. Um, you know, I, I think it needs to produce laughs and be funny and, and entertaining. Um, and then, romantic. I know, again, this is, I'm giving a really obvious answer, but... 
it has to have that aspect of, yeah, you know, a man and a woman uh, finding each other, falling in love, and has to have those romantic themes and elements that kind of help sweep you off your feet and make you feel kind of, and I know this is a guy saying this, I'm like losing every <laughs> inch of my masculinity Don't right now. Don't you realize this is going to uh, <laughs> well, no, be here, on the interweb forever. So. Yeah, but here's the funny thing. Remember, and I mentioned this to you last week, you know, because I've been getting so much positive feedback from uh, listeners and stuff. And uh, one of the listeners, uh, God bless him, he'll, he'll remain unnamed. You know, I was no, talking. I don't know who it is. But no, it's okay. He'll remain unnamed. <laughs> but no, I was mentioning that, you know, I'll probably do an episode on podcasts, you know, uh, sorry, on rom coms, yeah. you know, with, with, uh, with Miss Money Any. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then on the next uh, episode, you can do like action movies and you can bring in, a, bring in a guy. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess you could think like, well, what's wrong with Yenny discussing action movies? So a lot of women like action movies, <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. I, love I was them. like, what about me? Don't I qualify as a guy? <laughs> it's me and Yenny reviewing action movies. Why do I need to bring in another guy? It's questionable. Like, it's questionable. It's, yeah, it's, it's that thing. Yeah. Anyway, so, but today we're doing romantic comedies and uh, I enjoy it a lot. So, wait, hold on. Before we go into our list, yes. I want to know because a lot of mine, I think, are teetering on the edge of being a rom com or not. Like, is it, if it's a musical and it has elements of romance and comedy, does that count? Or if it's, dramatic and has elements of romance and comedy does that count well here's the I great thing about this really on the edge here I'll, no i'm gonna answer <laughs> that question for you here's the great thing about this number one danny is adorable because she looks so focused and into it right now it, it's cracking i'm me up. editing sound while i'm recording so i'm sorry <laughs> i'm i still am the producer I still you're have doing a great on. job but here's the thing number one it doesn't matter because it's our show. Yeah. So it can be whatever it is. But this number... is never going to reach the internet. This is well, just for us. No, that's okay. But number two <laughs> is, or well, I'll tell you what I think. You yeah. know, I don't have musicals on my list, personally. Okay. I don't. You know, I mean, Grease is very romantic. I don't have Grease on my list of right. romantic comedies. See, that right. seems like um, too much of an ensemble. Well, I mean, also it's, it's not, romantic, and it's, it's not really so a comedy. It's, it's yeah. just a musical, but it's okay. It's not just you... their relationship. It's much more, you know, like Rizzo and creator face and sure. you know all the other people yeah but we're probably 10 minutes in and we haven't discussed rom-coms yet so we should probably start <laughs> with that but um you tell me your list and and i'll tell you what i think and then you'll tell well how uh, about tell you what start you with thinks. the person your list we'll tell you if it's on ours then we can discuss. yeah so well that's what i want to do i'm going to kind of just go through them and let's talk about them and certain ones will be like yeah okay and then other ones we'll probably do a deep dive on you know Sounds good, um sure. okay good i have love actually which is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I absolutely consider that to be a romantic comedy. I really do. I mean, it's called Love Actually, and if you think about it, it's got <laughs> multiple uh, romantic themes, like as the main storyline. Hugh Grant, um, Colin Firth, um, the, the Hobbit guy, what's his name? Martin Freeman. Mm -hmm. It's got several stories that are literally just romance it's a rom-com mashup yeah so to me that is absolutely a romantic comedy and also i think it really fits the definition you said yenny because it's just a movie that makes you feel good it's so, so entertaining and it's such a feel-good movie so you, you ladies really look like you're contemplating this do you not consider no, love actually I'm, to be a I'm, romantic no, comedy no it's at the top of my list oh, okay, good. what i'm contemplating is the funny fact that you don't realize i mean i've made you watch this at christmas for seven years in a row and it is my absolute favorite yeah. it is my top romantic comedy of all time and um, noting based on what Danny said on her definition of rom-coms is, you know, that aspect of realism in it too. The beauty mm -hmm. of love actually is there is 
out of all those stories, also one that is quite sad. Yeah, there's oh, a broken you know, Lenny. Yeah, yeah and, and her brother. There's not just that one, but also the one with um, oh, Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman and, Emma and Emma Thompson. Like, yeah. but it's still like that's it has. Life, that's know? the perfect one because it has a bunch of wonderful people that end up together in the end, and then also you know some sadness to it that gives it but then in the end you walk out like that was just such a a happy fun genius laughs and it's also obviously british so it's yeah. it's incredible oh it's i think my favorite. maybe just a little <laughs> i think we're all in agreement on that and i'm actually surprised that that film it's a very popular film but i'm surprised it didn't get more acclaim it, it i mean didn't. emma thompson to me her small performance is you know oscar worthy incredible Incredible. and you're right it it has so many themes it has the uplifting stories it has the ridiculously funny stories in love with colin with his bag of condoms going off to america (laughs) you know meeting all the hot babes instantly in the bar which coincidentally does work (laughs) (laughs) i tried that a few times a long time ago babe 10 years ago (laughs) but anyway i'm just saying as she glares at him across the table but you're right like the story with alan rickman and emma thompson those characters i mean they don't get back together yeah. you know um no, well no they, they are no sorry they are together but you can tell it's their relationship is like strained or broken yeah. it's, hurt. it's hurt yeah because uh, she has the internal struggle of like putting on a face yeah. for the family so they don't do well laura lenny doesn't do well in the end but at the same time perfect things can happen and you can run after a 12 year olds at an airport if you're also a 12 right like that yeah. scene my favorite is beautiful. scenes in the whole yeah. film absolutely beautiful or run off to find the love that you fell in love with in in italy and yeah the, one of my, my favorites on the sadder side in that film is actually, you know, the classic falling in love with your best friend's girl. Oh, yeah, Andrew um, Lincoln. That, it's it's yeah. heartbreaking at the beginning, and when that song comes on, and, you know, Andrew Lincoln, who I now adore from The Walking Dead, right. but that's, that whole that whole sequence is, you know, that often happens in life. That's yeah, such how a real funny is that? career, isn't it? Yeah, he has that scene, yeah. he's that character from Love Actually, <laughs> and then he's Rick Grimes on The Walking Dead. The most, Dead. like, <laughs> the most, like intense, character. disturbing TV show ever. <laughs> yeah. So look, we're that's all in agreement. That's what happens with Unrequited Love. You turn into a zombie killer. That's Absolutely. Right. That's, yeah, what there you go. that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so look, we're all in agreement on Love Actually. It, it's a, it. It's such a, a fun, happy entertaining movie and it is very funny legitimately so funny, funny. It's so funny. Um, and it's very moving and it's got great um, you know uh, romance in it Who's you know the with a number of the, the storylines oh the song oh Bill Nighy oh, <laughs> Bill Nighy who can I transition I to feel an, it another in my fingers, <laughs> I feel it in my yeah but Yenny and I know that song so from Four Weddings and a Funeral <laughs> Can so I trans- use Bill Nighy to transition to the next one, which is going to be probably controversial with you? Oh, about time. Of course, about time. Okay, my wife <laughs> Hold on. absolutely adores this movie. Give me 30 seconds on this movie. Okay, okay. give is, your pitch. It is definitely a rom-com. It's it not. has hilarious parts, and which I think help the heart-wrenching parts of most of it. And he does fall in love with his wife, and it's the rom-com of him and his wife. That's like and, the first 30 minutes. No, what are you talking about? They're married throughout. It's but really not. there's this underlying storyline of this relationship between him and his dad. But there is that huge, like that whirlwind romance 
and he does anything he can to get the girl. And I'm not going to spoil the movie, even though it's old, but you need to experience it. Yeah, it's been out for like 10 years. (laughs) Look, uh, here's a disclaimer real quick. There will be spoilers because we're going to discuss films. So turn turn the podcast off and watch the movie if you you haven't seen it. He's Um, joking. Don't turn the podcast off. No, no, but I mean, watch a film if you don't want to, you know, know what happens. About Time is a great movie. I really enjoy that movie. Have you seen it, Yanni? I did, and and, and I hate to disagree with you, but I also was not. It it somehow, it, it, it gave me a bit too much sadness across the right. film because it oh, ends well, on me, me yeah but that's, okay. that's what, just me what does life end on ladies may I how, is our, how is our marriage gonna end but I want, Let's face it. I want a rom-com <laughs> to lift me up out of that. Absolutely. That's the result I want. Right. So it's a different Tony thing. Tony the movie guy is going to take control. So about time. <laughs> Boo, I, Tony. It, it's a good pick. It is a good pick, babe. I, I agree. Um, here's the thing about that movie, genuinely. Um, it surprised me because it's, it's actually quite uh, moving. I mean, obviously, the, the storyline is about a guy, uh, all the men in his family can go back in time. Right. You know, so it's kind of a time travel movie. And yes, there is absolutely a romantic element. And you think, especially from the trailers that came out, that that was going to be the main kind of plot of the movie was and then this you big get romance. With this Hold on, but let me, let me finish. Um, this plot with him, you know, falling in love with and, and winning Rachel McAdams, who plays his wife. That's just a certain portion of the movie. The movie turns to this whole dramatic element and it becomes, if anything, it's a love story with his father. And it's mm. really. It, it really took me aback and it's fantastic I love that movie and I know you love it I don't think it's a rom-com but it's okay we, we've talked about it for five minutes anyway so yeah. you know that's good so look I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the list here it's the best movie ever if you haven't seen yeah. it go watch it right I, now. look I do so recommend good. it it's a great a great movie it's got what's his name uh Dominal Gleeson. Oh my god. He's a, the main oh. guy. Rachel McAdams. The love of my and life. Bill Nighy, who plays his father. <sighs> it, it, it's a great movie. And again, it's one of those films that didn't get as much acclaim as it should have. It's, it's okay. a great movie. Can we talk more about Dominal Gleeson now? Okay. Not now. So so here, I'm going to go through these. And look, we're probably not going to be able to take a deep dive on every single one of these uh, films. Yeah. But so the, the second one I have is Notting Hill, which I just rewatched. Yeah. You yeah. have that, of course, of right? Course. It's my okay. second one. Okay, so my aunt has a flat literally on Portobello Road, right by, I talk, I say this all the time to my wife. So, you know, not only do I think it's a great film, but that film is very kind of personal to me because that travel guide bookstore that's Mm -hmm. featured in the film, you know, the Portobello market, it's, it was right there. So I, obviously I visited my aunt many hundreds of times, you know, growing up and it was all right there. Yeah. So um, it's got that aspect to me, but also Notting Hill is just one of those, to me, that's a classic whimsical romance. Yeah. Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts. I mean, she could not be more charming and magnetic than ever. And he's, he's so charming as well in, in that film. He's in his prime. And then of course you've got uh, the character that kind of stole the show who brings all the <laughs> comedy spike, which is uh, Reef Evans. Yeah. That was like his breakout role. How do you know that name? I know. I, 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 I told you. I'm Tony the movie guy. <laughs> no, but. I don't so, pay attention to So I just rewatched that film literally a couple days ago. I, I watch it probably a couple times a year. And I, I, look, I won't mention names, but I have male friends who that's like in their top 10 or one of their top movies of all time. So yeah. to me, that's that's a perfect example of just a great romantic a great comedy. Would you agree? Comedy. I totally agree. Absolutely and agree. also, I mean, my same thought on like, you know, it kind of is dragged down reality. Like the reality of the relationship 
doesn't work out all the time. You know, yeah. and it goes back and yeah. forth. Like yeah. she's yeah, that was like that was a rocky ride. Well, she's a celebrity and he's just a normal guy. Yeah, it's super up and down. She has like her whole thing that she has to deal with, and he's kind of just like, what the hell do I do? And there's you know seasons that go by. They do a little montage of the seasons that go by without them being in contact because that's the reality of the situation. In the end, obviously, it works out. It's lovely and it makes your heart happy. But beautiful soundtrack as well, and of course, it brought the the classic line: "Remember, I'm just a woman standing in front of a man, asking him to love her." I probably didn't say that Actually, word for word, right? Yeah, but it was, it was pretty close. You should have seen the pose he was doing, guys. That was I, brilliant. Jesus, Amazing. I should have taken a. I was trying to be Julia again. Roberts. Which is um, funny because that brings. Uh, are we done with Notting Hill? Yeah, we're done. So I had okay. four weddings and a funeral next. Okay, uh, which I don't like. Oh well, okay. So tell me about that because to me, that's one of my original rom coms and also British kind of rom-coms that I, I has always had a dear place in my heart and i know a lot of people don't love it i mean i think i tried to get my wife to watch I've it, seen and, it i've seen yeah, it yeah you didn't really I, didn't I really don't like grab Annie your McDowell. attention i Doesn't love make it my i think you don't like the lady is, she i consider her a very fake actress she doesn't resonate with me she doesn't communicate groundhog to me. day Yenny. hated groundhog day Yenny. oh my goodness magic mike too yeah, she's in Magic Mike 2. Sorry, Magic oh Mike Oh my God, XXL. I literally just admitted to the whole world that I watched Magic <laughs> Mike 2. Okay, yep. this is a total side note. I made a huge mistake of buying Magic Mike and Magic Mike 2 for my wife. So she has literally had about four or five ladies nights over at our apartment with me sitting in the middle while they all drink wine and watch the well, Magic Mike movies. You're not tied down it's by okay. chains to watch well, you know the what? film. Well, I'm, I'm okay. going to admit. Out. You can retain your No, no, you have to edit out this I is this is a open platform i'm going to admit that the second one's actually quite it's enjoyable insane. joe mangemello is hilarious okay in that film. but saying that <laughs> you can consider that's a rom-com between joe mangemello okay and Andy we're gonna go I'm off saying. the rails here so first of all I'll i just let... don't it doesn't communicate to me i didn't find it funny i it, you know th- you're not the only person you right. love it serena really likes that film there's a lot of people that tell me it's they a really classic like that british I didn't, rom-com didn't like it it's okay yeah. okay okay it's good okay. so i tell you what i'm not going to go into a deep dive on it i will say this that's the film that brought the world hugh grant mm-hmm. that was his big hit and also that was the film itself was a huge hit for uh, british comedy and yeah. romantic comedy and yeah. you know it made it to the states and it was a big hit mm-hmm. and, and i do i think it's a lovely movie and also speaking and again this is spoilers speaking of a movie that's rooted in reality they they don't get married in the end they don't want to get married so that it does have that reality that's true. that movie was so unmemorable for me though i don't even remember that part I know. It's yeah. okay. I remember so, kind of the four weddings. I totally understand. And then, and then I kind of lost interest. So I love that film. Um, and also it brought the world to Kristen, uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. It's mm-hmm. one of her first films. Who's that? But what, what did you have next? <laughs> um, just because to follow on from British style movies, I love the movie Wimbledon. That's actually, oh, okay. uh, to me, a very... See, that's a sports film to me. Never See, seen it. but that's that's like you've got, again, American, English person that fall in love from... I mean, they're, they're both in the same world, but it's also... It's just charming. The comedy is charming. Their chemistry is excellent. To me, it's one I really, really enjoyed. So let me tell you, I actually really enjoy that film. It's uh, Paul Bettany and uh, Kirsten Dunst. I adored Um, it. Yeah, and it's actually, hold on, it's actually a really adorable film, but I'm going to point out two things on why I really don't, excuse me, on why I really don't think that's a romantic comedy. What? Uh, Well, hold on. Whoa, that's so loud. Well, let me tell you, (laughs) number one, I mean, it's called Wimbledon. The entire movie, it's a sports movie from beginning to end. Hold on, I'm going to give you 
the, the the nail in the coffin that really should make sense. And if you don't agree, it's okay. Tell me. They don't end up together. Yes, they do. Oh, well, then I don't remember the ending. <laughs> yes, but, they do. Well, they they, they all, end up together with kids. <clears throat> okay, well, here's what I remember. If I'm wrong, then maybe you're right about that. But here's what I remember. I remember them kind of breaking up and she or she loses. And then the game, the, the film basically becomes him winning and being this underdog who wins. And that's right. what I remember. And I got really invested into that. So maybe they do get together. But that was an afterthought <laughs> to me when I watched no, it. <laughs> they get to, he wins because it's all about him getting his win back and winning. And then she backs him up on it. And she okay. it then shows her winning the next three years and then it shows them together with kids and yeah, blah, i'm blah, giving blah. it to you it's a so, rom-com and it, look it's actually a really cute film you give so. her wimbledon you won't give me about time <laughs> I, about time i mean sure I, I i'll give it to you because i'm outnumbered but i'm just saying i don't think it's a classic to me like love actually notting hill four weddings and a funeral those are classic rom-coms i agree, I agree. okay i have one next. that we're all going to agree on 10 things i hate about you i love it all okay yes yeah. yeah. so literally ten, well here's the thing it. about that movie um Again, that's not traditionally the type of movie I would love. Now, remember, um, when I watched that, I was a lot younger, so it was kind of more along my wavelength. I was probably in my late teens or something like that because it came out in the late 90s. Maybe I was like 19, 20, something like that. Um, but it was still like a high school movie. But that film is just so darn charming. The cast is great. Julia Stiles. And then, of course, Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah I was going to say two words. Heath Ledger and I know. Story. Well, yeah, every totally. woman loves it because of Heath Ledger. And I'm going to tell Joseph you something. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Well, I'll tell you something. I bet you every man secretly loves it because of Heath, Leather, uh, Heath Ledger. Because <laughs> yeah. when I watched that film, uh, he, he just jumped out on the screen. He really did. Oh, Especially amazing. that whole scene where he does the whole dance. Sing, yeah, yeah, the karaoke thing. Oh, um, yeah. I love you, baby. Anyway, I can't so sing. Good. You should be singing, babe. Um, I was, and then you <laughs> sorry, started. Yeah. So anyway, Ten Things I Hate About You is a t it's almost a classic film. It's Literally, it's, it's got a, an amazing soundtrack. It's Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger. And you're right, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. He's like adorable. What year um, was that? 1999. I remember yeah. watching that when I was a kid. And yeah. it was no. like... Yeah. I watched it in the movie theater Learning. three times, and I've seen it like... A well, times okay, I, I, I think we can all agree, A, it's an Brilliant. amazing rom-com, and B, I think almost everyone loves that movie. Yeah. I'm looking at the poster yeah. now. It's a great film. Just such a okay, Princess though. Bride. Okay, oh, yeah. it's a fantasy, but that is a rom-com through and through. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's all about mm -hmm. love and, you know, them yeah. finding each other. It's amazing. And what, what's his line in that? Oh, As, as You, you wish. wish. As you wish. Yeah, so, okay, I, anyway, I love that. I didn't even think we need to say a lot <laughs> about that. Name. It's an absolute classic. Yeah. Um, anyone with kids, you should make your children watch that when they, you know, they're old enough to understand a film like that. Um, I, I remember my dad um, playing that for me probably when I was like nine or, or yeah. ten or something, and, and I, I, I loved it immediately. Yeah. It was just... I rewatched it yeah, over and over exactly. and over That's a again. film I've probably seen a hundred times. It's, and it's really funny. It's, it's hilarious. Funny. Inconceivable, you know. Amazing. And, oh my know. God, that was really good. That was really no, that good. Was <laughs> no, that was actually pretty good. All you just like a lisp. <laughs> okay. You got the tone right. Okay, say anything. Have you seen that? Um, that yes, that's the one. Oh, that was a boombox one. Here's what, oh my God, the boombox one. So <laughs> that's he, how I remember. Here's what John annoys Cusick me about the, Say Anything. I have not seen it. Okay, so here's have what, I, I, seen it? I assumed that you might say that, and I actually think you probably haven't. It's funny, you know of it as the boombox one. So Say Anything. I might have seen it. Used to be regarded as like one of the best romantic comedies of all time, and it seems to have kind of 
floated away into the atmosphere in the last 10, 20 because years. Because it like, got categorized as an 80s movie. Well, I guess, romantic, yeah, but there's plenty of 80s movies we could probably mention. But here's the thing. Um, it's it's John Cusack. Yeah. He plays this character called Lloyd Dobler. You know, he's got this great line in the movie. I, I, I gave her my heart and all she gave me was a pen, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. She gave me a pen. Um, but it's And it's directed by Cameron Crowe. Okay. Um, it's one, you know, before Jerry Maguire. It's one of his first oh, okay. movies. Yeah, and like, what it, does that name mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, it's, it's just such an... And the, the girl vanished. She was in a lot of movies in the 80s. Um, Iona Skye, I think, was her name. Okay. She's the main girl. I know, I'm, I'm good with names and stuff. That's why we're doing this podcast, babe. What's our anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> our anniversary? Yeah. Oh, darn. Uh, 7 November 2015. <sighs> Did I get it right? That's my birthday. Don't do that. 17 October, 1992. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I got it right. Don't put me on the spot like What's that again. Birthday? Okay, stop. <laughs> All right. We're, we're doing a podcast to entertain our, you know, listeners with uh, movies and things like that. So... Um, here's all I'll do. I'll, I'll plug saying I think, um, and you two really should watch that. It, it's such okay. a whimsical film. He is absolutely charming in it. Um, and also it's not your traditional rom-com. There's a whole side plot with her father who's like embezzling funds and he gets arrested and there's some drama in it. And, um, you know, it, it his character, John Cusack's especially is incredible because he just, He's so optimistic about everything in life and he just falls in love with this girl immediately. And yeah, of course it's known for the Peter Gabriel song, you know, In Your Eyes mm. and him holding oh, the, the boom box, mm. you know, to win her image. back. But um, it, it's a great film. So I highly recommend Say Anything, okay? Okay. Okay, um, okay so I have Jerry Maguire on my list. Um, and as I was going to say, like, would you, do you guys think that's a rom-com? Yeah, oh, no, it, it is? Okay, what about you, Yanni? I, I disagree. Um, to me... Jerry Maguire is an incredible film and I absolutely yeah. adore the film and I think it's a it's a it's very romantic. Right. But it's more of a drama drama romance than anything else. I mean, I you remember a couple of funny aspects but largely it's not a comedy okay fine so but here's, it's about time so okay you, but here's the funny thing the works. end <laughs> of Jerry Maguire literally has one of the most quotable scenes sure. romantic scenes sure. of all time romantic you know you complete me shut up you had me at hello yes so to me just for that alone and that whole thing and that he does eventually totally realize that she is the love of his life and uh, to me that definitely makes it um, a romance you know what? it is a comedy but here's yeah. what i will say you're right um, this is a film that's been debated by a lot of people about that exact fact that it, it it's several genres it's mm-hmm. like a sports movie it's a romantic comedy and it's like a drama yeah well it's kind of on the edge of romantic comedy right. i would yeah. think yeah because the comedy doesn't necessarily come from the relationship or the main two characters it comes from like cuba Right. Like kind of well, the kid. Right, yeah. and that's all sports. Outside of the relationship. Yeah. He falls in love with the kid first yeah. before he falls in love with Dorothy. Yeah. God, I know her name. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Dorothy Boyd. You know, now that funny, I, sad I think about the movie more and more, I actually, I, I'm turning on it and I'm going to say yeah. you're right. So um, I would say anyone who hasn't seen Jerry Maguire, please watch that movie because to me, that's it's such a beautiful film and it beautiful. does have a lot of elements, but it is very romantic and it's got a lot of humor in it as well. Um, and that's also Pete Cruz. That's one of his best performances. And it was Renee Zellweger's big big yeah. breakout. Yeah. We can talk more about Tom Cruise now. Um, we can just talk about <laughs> hot men. Can this be the hot men episode? <laughs> well, we can do an episode Actually, for though, on Ren- I'd like to uh, just add in on Renee, Renee Zellweger. I am a huge fan and I know, I believe you're someone who is not... 
of God. the Bridget Jones Diaries series. <laughs> oh, okay. Which so, I find uh, very, very charming rom-coms, especially so have... the last one, which I thought was hilariously funny. Yeah, I was going to say one, meh, two, meh, three. I well, hold Bridget on. You love the first one. Oh, or you love them all. First and third. Second, not so, so much. So do you have Bridget Jones's di- I di- do. Diary? I do. <laughs> diary. I just brought it up because Bridget we brought Jones up is a cow. It's Renee. Renee. <laughs> okay, so you have Bridget uh, Jones's Diary. And, and Baby. I, I Bridget think... Jones's Baby. Okay, well, we'll... we'll Choose one for the sake of Let's this episode. Baby. That was Baby's my favorite. Well, hold on. I'm going to... Ladies? You're outnumbered. Okay. So I'm going to say the first one just okay. because that's the most Let's classic one. But let me tell you something. I actually agree with you. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed the third one because I watched it with you. We watched yeah. it in the theater. Yeah, in the, in the theater. The and I, the like, theater. that's not the type of movie I would go see. And I, I thought it was, it was so hilarious funny. and it was so sweet. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I will tell you... I saw it a few months later when it came out on iTunes and... Just as good. No, see, to me it was okay. So there was something about watching it in the theatre. It was really funny and it was really sweet. Um, Yeah, look, I think the first one's okay. I've seen it two or three times. I I think it's okay. You know, I just, I don't love it. I think, again, Hugh Grant is great in it. Colin Firth is good in it. And, I mean, she got an Oscar nomination for that movie. Mm -hmm. Renée Zellweger did, which Mm -hmm. I find kind of interesting. She did, I didn't know that. Yeah, she did. Um, and you know, it was a, it was a huge hit and I know it's very popular. Um, of course it would count as a rom-com. It wasn't on my list because I'm not particularly a fan. I think it's like a quintessential rom-com, but the quality is wavering on the first one. The third one, it's like pitch perfect. Yeah. The second one, I couldn't stand at all. I I (laughs) still like the movie pitch perfect, but it was a perfect film. I couldn't stand at all. What I do remember about the first film, which I love is Colin Firth and Hugh Grant Kicking the shit out of each other. (laughs) That I remember. Anyway, okay. Falling into a restaurant window with everyone fine dining. It was brilliant. Okay, good. So, anyway, we can continue. Bridget Jones's uh, diary uh, definitely is a rom com, for sure. So, okay, good. There's something about Mary. So to me, um, okay, that's uh, what is it? It's the Farrelly brothers. Definitely a rom com. That's I definitely agree. a crude comedy. Yeah, it's a little too slapstick for my taste. Yeah, and I understand that. But from start to finish, that is a love story. No, it's a funny movie. That is a and love it is, story. It is yeah, totally a rom com sure. for my personal taste. Yeah. a little too slapstick. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's of my time. Uh, when I saw that movie in the theater, I was literally, you know bent over pissing my pants not yeah. literally but like it, it was just <laughs> Thanks for the so you just said literally not I know, literally. I know it was so funny it was especially Matt Dillon with a dog and you know trying to resuscitate it and anyway yeah. it, it has that it, film it is funny to me still stands the test of time I watched it again a couple months ago it's I a movie it. I'll always go back to and I think it's actually like a, a kind of a comedy classic and it's definitely the whole theme is, is a romance so uh, I have that one. Okay. And then, okay, 500 Days of Summer. Okay, do you like that oh, movie? I hate on. that So film. you hate that movie. It's depressing, it's And do boring. you like that movie? I liked, I liked okay. that movie when it first came out. I the, saw now, here's a disclaimer. At the beginning of the film, it literally says, this is not a love story. or This is not your traditional well, love story. Who is it Ignore wrong? that. Ignore that. When I first saw that, that movie was amazing. I love it. And then... Literally probably about 500 days of summer later that I've watched it. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm yeah. done. It's okay. it's fine. I get it. But it's why really do you, funny. So hold on. Why and, do you hate it? And it's you not hate funny. her by the end of it. It's like, God, you bitch. It's like, depressing. It's not funny. It hasn't got that entire aspect we were talking about of making you feel good. She's just some stupid girl. Good. Can I make my defense? I don't defense? feel like it really makes you feel good. May I approach the bench? No, hold on. It doesn't make you feel good throughout because it goes like on that time jump thing. So yeah, it has like true. that moment of them feeling good followed precisely by that moment of 
her making him feel like shit. And it's like, yeah, there's okay, no so, payoff. There's well, no payoff. I understand completely. So look, um, I absolutely love that movie. I really do. Uh, because it's very unique and non-traditional, especially as a, a romantic uh, type of love story movie. I, I actually think it is quite funny at times. Um, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is incredible in it. The soundtrack is amazing. And I understand what you're saying because the majority of the movie basically is like a breakup. They don't, they don't get together. Um, but here's the thing. It ends, the last scene ends with hope and on a, on a high note of mm. romance. So but it's fine. Look, we won't spend more time hope on that for one. for him to go find someone who gives him the time and day. No, but he does. He meets someone. Person. And her name is Autumn. And then the, <laughs> he smiles and the movie ends. I thought it was amazing. But look, if you haven't seen 500 Days of Summer, check it out. The ladies are right. It's not your traditional rom-com no. at all. Um, it, it's a it very, very smart weekend. script. Uh, great performances. And you're right. I don't think Zoe Deschanel is amazing in it at all. She is quite aggravating. But I actually think that's the point of the character. Probably. Um, but it's a great movie. But you know what? It could have been 500 Days of Autumn and made it, a, it actually had a romance in it instead of this depressing, manipulative person just tearing this guy down day by day. Totally got know? it. So so look, I understand. So you guys aren't big fans. Here's what I'm going to do because I have quite a few more. I'm going to go through them. And if you really feel like oh, you have something to say, then, then we'll go into a deep dive. Because right now we're going into a deep dive on almost every mine one we do, mentioned. we also have lists. So let's go down yours first. Absolutely. Because we'll I will have mine, some on mine, you will definitely not have on yours. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. So look, I... will not agree with. I can tell you right now. Totally got it. Okay, good. So the 40-year-old virgin. Okay, I think that is a, um, a fantastic movie. Judd Apatow, Steve Carell, that was his big breakout. Um, and it, it kind of started the trend of the mature comedies, mature comedies, mm. and it's definitely a romance. The last, it was funny. It's the you know. slapstick rom So that's a great movie. I had it. Knocked Up as well, which so followed the same vein with yes. uh, Seth Rogen and yeah, the good. blonde girl who shall not be named. I um, made my heart happy. Okay, I have The Wedding Singer. You guys Love must have The Wedding Singer. The wedding singer. Okay, so The Wedding Singer... For everyone who hates on Adam Sandler, it. you need to go back and watch some of the films that made Adam Sandler who he is today. Because look, I, I agree he's kind of phoning it in. I'm a sucker for Adam Sandler, so I'll still watch Seriously. his movies. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and some of them are okay and some of them are just terrible. Uh, the Wedding Singer is so charming and so Drew charming. Barrymore is so charming. The music, the that comedy, everything. everything. Yeah, it's so it, funny because it's a period film so right. and it was made after the fact, like after the 80s. Yeah. It takes right. place in the 80s. So no matter when you watch it, it's it brilliant. holds up so well. And it's well. got Billy so, Idol in it who cameos at the it's end. It's not like a, a 90s movie made in the 90s you watch today and you're like, yeah. oh my god, the 90s. Yeah. How funny were they? Yeah. It was like an 80s yeah. movie that yeah. holds. And they nail the 80s so well so and you're right, well. and the film came out in like the late 90s. But yeah. um, I mean, I think everyone's seen The Wedding Singer. And look, even people who are like hardcore Adam Sandler haters, go back and watch that film. Uh, I, I dare you. There's no way you won't be amused and you won't be feel slightly better about, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. life and livingness at the end. It's Definitely. such a happy, feel-good movie. So I love that film. Don't watch um, it now. Yeah, we'll watch it. I was actually thinking of watching it. Right now. Um, well, Let's not right now because we have to finish the podcast. But uh, 50 First Dates. So that's another Same. Adam oh Sandler God. movie. Great Drew movie. Barrymore is absolutely phenomenal on that film. Wonderful. I really, I think, like, she brings emotion yeah. to that film. The it's perfect really rom-com will make me, like, will make my heart happy right. and make me sob uncontrollably at separate times of the film. 
And that's what that movie I is. I agree yes. with that. Like, it 50, makes, yeah. so, every time I watch it, so I've good. watched it probably at least 50 times. Right. And 50 I times saw. for 50 first dates. Yeah. How they I managed saw. to make from that story when you really think it's going to end horribly in right. a way. You kind of expect this is just going to happen. How can this even, even end in any other way than horribly that they managed to somehow give it some kind of yeah. a realism and love how much really will you cute. put how much will you go through to make it work with the yeah. person that you love how much shit will you like kind of get dragged through the mud so about? we all agree on that and uh, no really that that film actually surprised me because it's very funny with what's his name rob schneider rob yeah as know, the hawaiian guy yeah he's yeah. hilarious and then there are other funny scenes in it yeah. But, um, I mean, Drew Barrymore actually brings yeah. drama to that film. I mean, yeah. she really does watch it. You know, for, so for anyone who hasn't seen that movie, Fifty First Dates, is, that's a, a lovely film. Very charming. Um, and then, let's see. Okay, My Best Friend's Wedding. I love, I love that. that film too. Julia Roberts really again in her heyday. And then oh, yeah, Dolma Mulroney, who plays Dermot? her best friend, uh, something like that. And then, of course, uh, who had the big breakout from that film? Rupert Everett, yeah. who's her gay who's best friend. Unbelievably he is funny. phenomenal so in that funny. film. He steals every You're scene he's in. Good to be true. He starts oh. singing oh to God. her. Oh, at the table, <laughs> the dinner. That's one of the best oh, no, scenes. It's, it's, it's wrong. That was the wrong, wrong rom-com. He goes, from the, the moment, moment I wake up. up. Before, Before I put, put on, on my makeup. makeup. Okay, we cannot anyway, sing. Anyway, it's, yeah, no. <laughs> you should be singing, babe. Yeah, my wife old. actually <laughs> can sing. <laughs> no, no, no. This is so for comedy. good. Okay, Great that, that film is is so charming. It's beautiful. And again, you Doesn't know, you brought up perfect. a really funny thing at the beginning about what? when a, a really good rom-com has like reality in it. Because at the end of this movie, she's alone. Yep. She's alone. But you're not unhappy somehow. Right. You're still okay with it right. at the end of that one. And did do you know something that I found out? Um, who's the guy that plays Negan? Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan. Morgan. Apparently, they cut a scene from the original um, run that they did with a screen audience for My Best Friend's Wedding where she meets him. <gasps> This guy, oh played by Jeffrey D. Morgan, I think. You'll have to fact check. It might be someone else. But she meets someone at that wedding. And audiences hated it. Because they thought, really? since the whole movie was about her trying to break up her best friend and Cameron Diaz, who, by the way, is also really, really charming good in this. That, yeah. um, they didn't think that she should have a happy ending. So they cut it. So at the end, she's on her own. And then her gay friend, Rupert Everett, um, you know, comes and dances with her. And the movie ends like that. Oh, yeah. Who would want to watch a movie where Negan... Again, at that point, he would have been Denny from Grey's Anatomy, who everybody loved because right. it was a romantic character. Was that anyway, that yeah. yeah. Oh my. Okay, good. So I have another Julia Roberts one, which is a, a total classic, which is Pretty Woman. Of course. So I mean, Pretty Woman is, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie uh, that brought the world in a big way, Julia Roberts. It's so charming. Richard Gere. I, I, I don't need to talk much more about that. Yeah. It's absolutely okay. beautiful. Um, and I, I had my wife watch that, what, just about a year ago. You liked it, right? I loved Pretty Woman. Yeah, so. But I will a... guarantee you everything else, like all the ones that you're saying as of now are not on my list anymore. And everything on my list is now completely underdog and you will contest me at That's every okay. single title that's okay well we're already running over time aren't we so well, <laughs> this is an experiment for our second episode i mean it's okay i'm gonna carry on what's time man <laughs> exactly okay i have pretty in pink i think that oh, I, I as an 80s love film i love that movie um and uh, oh, I've gone blank. What's her name? Uh, Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald yeah. yeah, so Molly Ringwald is so charming, and then Andrew Ducky. McCarthy, and then of course Ducky. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, that so scene good. in the yeah. record store. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so pretty so in pink. Good. That's a, it's a classic. And that you know really what the, is a classic. You know what's great about that too is it's 
to it kind of puts the reality in of the yeah. unrequited love and of the fantasy in of this dreamboat perfect prince right. charming yeah. blah 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 yeah, blah, blah. Like James Spader he's such a good douchebag in that movie so good. he's such a good douchebag and when she confronts him at the end and she's like no he confronts him in the end Andrew McCarthy yeah. confronts yeah. him he says you know she knows you're just a piece of shit and yeah. oh there's actually some scenes in that film that are very impactful oh, totally. and oh and then that wonderful actor who just died who plays her father in Pretty in Pink. Oh, um... Oh, what's his um, name? Um, Can Stanton. You... Harry Dean Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, wow. Ooh, I knew oh. something that Tony did. You did. <laughs> well done. High five, Thank babe. Thank you. Well, high-fiving each other. Very nice. Okay, anyway, he plays her father, um, you know, and he's, like, stuck in depression because the, the, the wife left yeah. him. And, yeah. Um, anyway... Pretty in Pink right. is, is, is a classic. It's a great movie and it's very funny and it's very romantic. And um, so that's that. And then when. And grounded ha- in reality. Okay, it is. When Harry Met Sally. Great. Meg Ryan, Absolutely Billy great. Crystal, uh, you know, it's got the what famous. It's got the famous the orgasm, orgasm scene, scene in the, you know, <laughs> I'll have what she's having, which, you know, that was the director's mother who uh, ad-libbed that scene. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a classic movie about, you know, basically, you know, can. The, the premise of that film is can two best friends, when they're a man and a woman, can they just stay friends or yeah. do they fall in love? Um, but it's, it's a, a great movie. So look, that's my list of like the, the rom-coms I love. So then I have... Wait, just, hold on. Let's go on to the ones we hate after. I'm almost done. I promise you. No, okay? but let's do all I know, the but let me, let, let me just finish my trail of thought here. Your name's so in the title. I have... Um, I listed out kind of bad ones. A couple of these are films that... Um, I actually kind of secretly enjoy. Okay. Like, okay, like Failure to Launch. I don't know why. It's it. Matthew Mahoney. I love <laughs> that movie. So and I can't believe I'm it's saying so that here. It was okay. It's, right. So but a lot like of people don't like it. It's comedies that you watch, like, and you know it's. It's Sarah Jessica Parker, Matthew McConaughey. It's a really cute film. And it's also got like Justin Barther and Bradley Cooper's in it before he had his big break and Zoe Deschanel. It was all Yeah, she's the roommate. Kathy Bates is his mother. I've seen it like five or six times. And each time I watch, I'm like, why do I like this so much? (laughs) It's charming, it's cute, and it's funny. So I have that. And I'm glad you like it too, babe. Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I can't stand. Mm. A lot of people like that movie. I love that movie. Okay, so that's Kate love Hudson, that Matthew oh. McConaughey. They're so charming together. Right. I can't, so charming. I can't stand it. I actually tried to watch it a year ago because I remember it was a big hit. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to watch it and I got halfway through. I was like, this is lame. I don't think um, I've ever seen it. Well, here's what's funny. The three I have right now is that whole... Matthew McConaughey started with a time to yeah. kill and contact and as and a then serious went actor. Rom-com. Then he went into this whole rom-com phase yeah. and most of them were really when quite bad. When you're that beautiful... He's to do that. Okay, well, he's been doing pretty damn well for himself in the last few years. Uh, hold on, that's magic mic. So I have, well, hold on, so I have, uh, yeah, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Um, and then I have Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, which I couldn't stand I, at I all. I didn't get through it. Boo. Yeah, I that was, was Jennifer awful. Garner and yeah, Matthew McConaughey. I have, okay, uh, here's another one. Good Luck Chuck, which is oh, a terrible so movie. Bad. No, I. that's what I'm saying. Oh. I like it. <laughs> it was all right. I actually yeah. like it. Who, who's the guy, the comedian? Um, What's um, his name? I almost cursed. Um, you Dane, can curse. Dane Cook. Yeah, and, and it's, um, uh, Al- uh, Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba. Okay, really so cute. so two really untalented actors come <laughs> together to make a really <laughs> shitty movie. Okay, here's the thing she- about that. Good luck, Chuck. I, I it's one of those films. It's so dumb and stupid. I I've watched it a couple of times and I enjoy it. I've seen um, it a couple of times because it's one of those things. Again, they play on TBS all the time. Okay, yeah. Runaway Bride. I know you like that. 
I can't that? stand that movie. I don't like it. I think I it's terrible. I'm sorry, I know. It's so boring. I didn't. I didn't what get into it. So and it was supposed to be this big, like Ritley, you know, reuniting yeah, Richard they Gere didn't and have Julia that Roberts. Chemistry at all? Yeah. Okay, Julia Roberts, beautiful. Richard Gere, of course, a dream. And still, in that movie, they make it boring and crap. Like <laughs> this episode, this whole rom com episode is like really like, who will Tony and Danny <laughs> break a marriage for? And all the dreamboats. That you're naming. I think we're okay. Um, but here's the thing. So, okay, Runaway Bride, I think's bad. She's All That is a movie um, with Freddie Prince Jr. in the 90s yeah. that I really liked back then. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching a couple of years ago. It and doesn't I was like, hold Ugh. up at all. So these are like your guilty pleasures. Yeah, and it had that girl, Rachel Lee Cook, Rachel who just Lee kind Cook, of yeah. vanished. Uh, exactly. She, yeah, she was actually, she was... That um, movie's way before my time, though. Yeah. But it came out in the late 90s. She it, was in the, yeah, Brecht, so I was like the, the Babysitter's Club TV series. And then she did that movie. And she did some small pieces in Psych, the TV show. Okay. And then she just disappeared. Yeah. So anyway, it's, pretty, it's quite lame. Another one, Never Being Kissed. When I saw it, I quite liked it what? with yeah. Drew Barrymore. What? I can't stand it now. Oh. It's so cheesy. No, it's not you know. my favorite either. Okay, another one, Valentine's Day. Stupid. Um, uh, okay, horrible. good. I agree. That and New Year's Eve. Oh, that's oh terrible. no, 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 no. I'm going to totally, totally challenge you on that. Hated Valentine's Day, adored New Year's Eve. Oh, well, totally different storylines. Really enjoyed the storylines in New Year's Eve. Hated Valentine's Day. Well, I hated them both, and they both critically and commercially. Actually, I they think both um, New Year's Day. Eve. Um, bummed, but I actually think Valentine's Day, even actually, though it was no, it did really criti- well. Even though it was critically panned, it actually was successful. Yeah, which was unfortunately is why they did New Year's Eve and then Mother's Day. It was <laughs> in the same vein of he's just not yeah. that into. Like let's put all these storylines. Okay, together. then there's another Adam Sandler one uh, with Jennifer Aniston. Just go with it, which nah. I didn't like. That's it's like okay. Nah. And then there's another one which again, when when it came out with Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz, I really enjoyed oh. it. Uh, what happens in Vegas? Oh, I didn't like it. I watched it again. Yeah. Oh, it's just you lame. Just and then one that I hated. I watched this with my mum called The Ugly Truth with Gerard Butler. I don't mind she that loved song. Well, this is when he was big and she loved him. Oh, I don't She's mind like, it. Ooh, Gerard Butler. That was okay. He's it so was handsome. totally okay. There's nothing amazing about that film, but it was one that I was like, oh, that was, that was funny. It was all right. All right, that's my list, ladies. So what did I miss? Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah, you love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie dearly. It has such I a place don't. in my heart. My sister and I have seen it, you know, probably 10, 15 times together. I think it's charming. It's sweet. It's got that country feel. It's just adorable all around. You know, and it's funny because that's like, uh, that was a big hit for Reese Witherspoon. Um, and I know a lot of people love this movie. And I actually remember that you <laughs> would bring it up. And I, I know it was a big hit. I tried to watch it um, a couple months ago. I couldn't get, I got through Please like 30 minutes try of it. again. I've tried two or three times. Yeah, I was, Danny, I put it on make really this want, happen. No, I put it on because I wanted to watch it and then oh. he was sitting down with me and he was like, I can't and we both just turned it off. I like, yes, yeah, she didn't even like it. Danny didn't even no, like I it. No, I wanted and, to watch it but you're like, do you really want to watch But you weren't really into it. Yeah. No, we put on something we both want to watch. It was the weekend. And I like Reese with a spoon but uh, yeah, I and I'm sorry, I know you love that movie. I just, I, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> what it's other one? got a beautiful, beautiful beautiful ending anyway, no, no, I see and um, I, I i didn't even get to that so i wouldn't um, know <laughs> i want to be able to kiss you whenever i want it's so cute they do it in the accent <laughs> exactly it's part it. of dixie the movie it is oh god see um, that shows oh, anyway danny all right so then my show. last Ugh. one uh before i turn over to danny because she actually has um a good list is clueless 
Okay, I love Clueless. I didn't think it was a rom-com. That's like a coming-of-age high school movie classic. I mean, all about romance and her finding romance. Well, it's so not I'll really all about romance. That because it is a rom-com. Hold on, me. Paul Rudd is like a side character and then there's this revelation that, oh my God, but, I love him. Yes, but throughout the whole thing, she's trying to find the right guy. Uh, it's all about their relationships and it's hilarious and funny. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Look, that's I the love end of Clueless. My it's a Alicia Silverstone. Um, I, mean, I think, unfortunately, it's like the only great movie she did, but yeah. that film is like, uh, it's a classic. It's a it great is. movie. I didn't really think it was a rom-com, but it's a good pick. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, over to you. Wifey, what do you got? So the last one's on my list. One, we didn't mention Crazy Stupid Love. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> well, see, okay, so Danny loves crazy stupid love <laughs> it is one of my obsessions yeah um I, here's the funny thing about that movie that film came out it, it was critically acclaimed uh, it was a big hit a lot of people loved it i watched it i thought it was okay um i watched it again a few years later and i actually i liked it more and that really rode mainly on emma stone and ryan gosling's chemistry they are electric in in that um, movie and i and then i watched it probably what twice again with you yeah and we so, watched it the other night. yeah and we watched it again like last <laughs> week <laughs> so i think it's a good movie um and um steve carell's great and danny has a weird obsession for steve carell I don't uh, know why. <laughs> julianne moore um it, it, it's a good movie for sure sure um and you're right that that would be a rom-com um definitely that would be a rom-com it is the rom-com yeah it's good you know here's a funny fact about that i that i remember reading is the uh because again what i love was the chemistry of emma stone and ryan gosling and especially there's this uh like scene where they're just kind of like chatting in bed yeah and uh, i just thought that the chemistry was so natural and uh, the reason why is because it actually is apparently the director just you know let let it roll and just had they were just shooting the shit just talking and that's why it has such a natural kind of feel um anyway yeah they were probably yeah, and that. they're meant to be together uh, well, yeah, well of course in actuality he, oh, isn't he married to oh, eva no. mendez has a eva baby she's gorgeous <laughs> i'm sorry babe like mm-hmm. they're soulmates yeah, yeah, yeah okay sorry. <laughs> this is a current thing they'll what, come back they'll find right. each other what else you got <laughs> okay so like on the funnier side i have train rack and coming to america Oh, I don't know why I didn't think a train wreck, because that kind of is a romance with Bill Hader, it Amy is. Schumer. Like a, it's a quirky rom Yeah. Because um, they're quirky main characters that yeah. you would typically think in like Hollywood standards to be a good one. the funny best friend. Yeah, that, and they're both the main characters. No, that would count, because, you know, I kind of just thought of that as a comedy. but um, And actually, like, she's raised to like not trust men and she just sleeps around and then she finds this guy who actually really likes her and it's got that hilarious scene where she sleeps with him and he calls her the next day and she's like what do i do he's calling me (laughs) (laughs) did you miss dial it's like ah is he a serial killer you know um it was actually really entertaining so that counts and then uh, i know coming to america and i love eddie murphy and that's like one of about finding love no that's one of his best comedies i don't think that's a rom romantic i agree movie. with danny 100 on that one okay he but, gets the girl he steals him steals her right. away from the rewatch that movie you know? she's only in a very small portion of the film like kind of towards the end that goes Just more in that she's plot in a small portion doesn't mean that she's not the the central theme of the film like i love you dearly the point of the film i'll give it to you but i don't think coming to america personally i think it's one of the best comedies of all time one of best uh best eddie murphy movies but i don't really think it's a rom-com but i'll give it to you okay i'm just saying it's fringes these are the fringe movies because i like the mainstream (laughs) stuff but this is like kind of off the edge what else i think 
Sing Street is a rom-com? Like a coming-of-age rom-com? No. Great movie. Again, it's more like a coming-of-age, like high school kind of movie. Um, You know, that's from the director who did Once. I know you love that and Begin Again. Yeah, but those aren't rom-coms. Those are depressing. Okay. Well, Once is kind of a rom... Uh, well, no, no it's, it's not. not. Yeah, because it's not a comedy at all. They, like, never see each other Yeah, again. I didn't really put um, Sing Street in a rom-com classification, but okay. Okay, well, what, how does every... Like, the perfect rom-com ends with the couple going away in the sunset. How well, actually, you don't know if they, like, drown in the boat. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, there's a big storm. You don't know. <laughs> Spoiler for Sing down. Street. <laughs> but look, it's okay. I'll give it to you. I just... Actually, I didn't really think it's a rom-com. Ireland, from Ireland to England. They're not going to die. Hey, you've never done that journey. That journey is horrendous from England time. Notoriously horrendous. They fall in love. They grow old together. Okay. What else you got, babe? Um, let's see. Oh, like the, like classic, the most classic rom-com to me, which is a movie I love and Tony does not Mm -hmm. love as much as I do, is Roman Holiday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she made me watch that actually. Audrey Hepburn. I fell asleep. Yeah. Beauty. Well, here's the funny thing. I, I don't even like breakfast at tiffany's i'm not an audrey hepburn fan i'm sorry listeners but um i know that's a classic um well, rom-com. It's, like, it's a classic yeah. movie in itself yeah. but at the same time Absolutely. Like, they have the classic kind of slapstick you know very like wild characters right. but you know the princess and the it's a beautiful well, she won the an lady oscar and the tramp kind of a yeah. thing she yeah. won an oscar for that movie and <laughs> i know you love it i know it's a classic i'll give it to you yes anything so, else uh, no, I think that about wraps up. Well, funnily enough, uh, you both didn't bring up the film, the rom-com that is the highest grossing rom-com of all time. Seriously? That is correct. See if you can get And this. I'm Tony the movie guy. You um, both did not bring it up and I didn't. I did not either. God, I, I, I don't You're know. Tony the movie guy, not box office. <laughs> well, remember. <laughs> hold on. Remember we're talking about, well, number one, I don't Google. I don't cheat. I, this is my mind working and I just list things down and I just talk. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But also this is rom-coms. Go ahead. Tell us. Big fat Greek wedding. Oh, my God. Highest Why didn't I think of that? We love that movie. Danny loves that movie. Here's what's funny about that film. I remember when that movie came out because it that movie was made for like on a shoestring budget. It was an independent movie. Um, the cast was practically unknown. The, the, the main star, she wrote it. Um, it got an Oscar nomination for script, oh, wow. and it was a huge hit. You're right, made like what four hundred million yep, dollars or did something. Really well. Cost fifty thousand. I remember, and I remember watching it, and I was just like, eh, okay, didn't think much of it. That's a film that has really stood the test of time. Yeah. Because a couple of years ago, I revisited it, and it was actually really funny. And I've watched it with Danny at least twice, yeah. and we love it. Yeah. We actually, we actually movie. quite enjoyed the uh, the sequel, which is nowhere near as good. But uh, oh, so that's funny. Cheesy, but it's nostalgic. I watched the, the sequel first, first, so I really enjoyed it. Oh, I watched so it funny. here on this couch about two months ago, and oh, it, made, you watch it, with it you? made me oh, watch. Oh. It made me watch the first one, and I loved it. Anyway, that so absolutely powerful. counts. That's so funny that none of us even I thought know. of that. And that is the highest grossing one of all. Wow. And there we go. That's it. That's it. Oh wow. All right, so that's our list. That's rom-coms. That was like uh, that was quite intense. You know, I'm totally outnumbered here. <laughs> Both the ladies are staring at me, but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please uh, email us uh, any uh, comments or any topics that you might want us to cover in future episodes. Um, that's probably what we're going to do. We're, we're still working this out, but probably each episode we'll kind of do a deep dive on a specific topic or theme and really discuss it and every now and then we'll bring on like a guest and and uh, debate and go over it so uh you know thank you so much um please subscribe uh please rate us on itunes leave a review download and share with your friends and family 
Uh, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye. Good night. Night, Say German. bye, ladies. That's right. She got the film <laughs> reference. Of course I got the film reference. Okay. <laughs> good bye, night. Thank you so much for listening to the second episode of Tony the Movie Guide, the podcast. Men love rom-coms too. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy, and email us ideas or questions or comments to Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. Also, I wanted to give a very quick shout out to some very generous donors um, who helped us this week kind of get on our feet. Um, Paul, Carly, Jed, Christy, Michelle, Leah, John and Virginia, Kari, Sarah Beth. Thank you guys so much. And a very special thank you to James and Austin. We couldn't have done it without your guys' support, and we really, really appreciate it. And it enables us to bring you more podcasts and even sooner. So thank you again so much for your help. Also, a quick shout out again to Sam Deeger, who did our amazing logo. I mean, look how dope that thing looks. And also Damien Perkins Neptune for doing our amazing theme song. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you guys very soon. Bye-bye.